0: Uh, it's kind of chaotic, but, uh, I got like the minimal amount of things set up that I need. Like I got my yeah. laptop and my, my, uh, microphone. So, uh, we're good there, I guess. <laughs> I was up late last night moving things around, but, um, yeah, we're, we're good. You got the, the pizza box desk or the, the suitcase as, as the desk. That's what I like yeah. to do. Yeah. I do the Rubbermaid <laughs> Rubbermaid container. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good though we make it work um, welcome everybody to the 31st um, DAO, DAO meeting I can't believe we've been we're at 31 now so we've been doing this for a, a little while yeah that's been good um, we got hardcore you did the mural board for today so we'll start out while people are coming in we can do a quick uh, proposal review of our, uh, you know, recent proposals. And then we have a whole bunch of things to talk about today and possibly, I think even a presentation maybe, um, if he's in the room. Uh, but we'll be talking about Gachi board that's done now. And there's an, a there's a proposal for a competition. Um, we can follow up on uh, Yannick's kinship proposal. There's some discussion around that. Um, the DTF review, budget request, and restaffing uh, is up for discussion, so we'll be talking about that. Uh, pawn loans are going to be our uh, pawn loans now. Peer to peer loans are actually active now, and uh, we could probably. I know we had a bit of a discussion earlier, but I know Pawn is going to be looking at submitting their own proposal to the Dow for funding. Um, so we can still uh, discuss that and see if if the DAO did vote. Uh, for this uh, 100k worth of funding what role would we want the dow to really play Um, and we can talk about some specifics there Um, there's a uh, some discussion around designating uh, backspill for district funds and municipal auctions that was uh, scouted out by hardcore we can talk about that and alternatively even burning the lock spillover which i'm not uh we can talk about that as well i'm not a fan of that one but uh, and then the Dow mission and vision, a uh, little bit behind on that one, but I think by next week we'll have probably, um, uh, something put together officially, but I have the, uh, I have everyone's responses and I'll definitely make sure I get those to you guys today to review and also provide your own feedback. So, um, let's see. I'm just going to read the chat here real quick. GM, GM, everybody. There no futures live stream going right now. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I know no future that was removed, but I f- think, yeah, cause Dimple doesn't know Nagachi, but I think they'll be reposting it. Um, I I'll get back to them on that. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, uh, thanks man. Yeah. I it just, it's set up. It just wasn't running. It should be running now. All right. Okay. Let's do a proposal review and then we'll get into it. We have a lot to discuss, so. Uh, Agate 50, uh, that was Create Avogadro Dow Foundation. That passed uh, successfully, and I have the top nine signers uh, that were voted in here. So post that in the chat.
1: Hey, I see No Future saying your stream is not live yet. Is that coming or no stream this morning for you on your side?
0: It should should be streaming now. Um, Yeah, it should be streaming now. I have it running, so uh, let me know if you don't see it up now. Yeah, it's up okay. now. Okay, awesome. Right. Uh, so we have. Let me post this. Uh, sorry about the text, but these are the uh, these are the nine signers that uh, got the highest votes. We got Yannick, Notorious BTC, No Futuristic, Mori, Mike Callum, Maxi Kuton, Kakusho, PG, and Umami. These are our nine um Dow Foundation signers. Okay, Yannick might be stepping out, so we'll get the next person in line. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he has confirmed that he is re- re- retracting his uh application.
0: Didn't think he'd be so popular, huh? Um okay, so I think the next one down looks like choina. So it'll be choina in there. Yeah, that's right, yeah. no future. You need a special pen for this position. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, congrats
1: to everyone. This is a, a big milestone for the Dow to be taking very cool. And uh yeah, I'm I'm proud of everyone for stepping up and being able to uh put your hat in for this because it's yeah, it's gonna be gonna be really cool finally to have this
0: foundation set up. This is historic. Um you know, this is awesome. Uh I think. We're taking a big step here. So, uh, election for DAO foundations. Uh, sorry, I'm moving on to agap fifty-one. Election for DAO foundations directors, multi-signers. sig uh, Oh, sorry, that first, that last one was the Avagachi DAO foundation passing. This one over here we just discussed. So, agap fifty-one is the was for the votes. Um, that's what we just discussed. Um, Sig prop for uh, creating the ATF. Uh, that one has passed with 16 million um, ghost uh, meeting quorum over 9 million. And so I think the next step here is a core prop. I don't think there really needs to be any large changes made to the SIGPROP, prop. Uh, but if there are any changes that we need to need to be made, uh, we can uh, make those changes. Um, I think. What they're asking for, basically, is a 100k ghost, which was allocated initially to the DTF. But uh, I think the DTF is passing the torch uh, rightfully to the ATF now that they've formed a multi-sig. I'm I'm one of the signers there as well. And uh, that 100k is going to be used uh, with a fixed drawdown of, I think, between 100 and 500 ghosts, depending on the activity type, uh, for prizes. So it'll be a prize pool. And it'll be draw, drawn down in small amounts, but these, these small prizes hopefully will be enough to incentivize people to uh, really stress test these games and also incentivize engagement with the uh, with the new Avogadro games coming up. So uh, I think it's gonna be exciting. They also have 87 fake gachi cards. I think they're the one of the larger fake gachi card holders. And so, if you think about it, that's 8,700 prizes that can be minted from that. So, that's a lot of prizes there as well. Um, So, depending on the, you know, we can have tiered prizes for leaderboard competitions and whatnot. And uh, I think they are working on uh, many of those games that they have coming out for Avogad, you know, the arcade, are going to be running their own server-side leaderboards. So... Hopefully, a little bit more uh, cheat-proof than the client-side leaderboards we had before. So um, yeah, looking forward to seeing the arcade games making a comeback. Um, uh, when, uh, one De- thing
2: I do want to mention yeah. here,
1: and this is, this is the same issue we had with DTF. Um, so from our side, we would definitely want all the signers to be doxxed to us uh, for the ATF multi-sig. And if it, uh, if it goes until the Avogadro Dow Foundation is set up um, and they're the ones dispersing the 100k ghost, our recommendation to them would be that they should do KYC for the multi-sig signers as well. Um, but I, I just want to make sure that all the signers on this multi-sig are okay with that. If they're not, they might want to... Uh, the the ATF might want to find signers who are okay with it. Just you know, a, kind of yeah, AML absolutely. regulations. We don't want anyone to be seen as sending money to randos on the internet because it's it's really not a good look.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I think that's a good point. That's something we can discuss with the ATF and uh, make sure all nine members or uh, all signers are going to be doxed before that. Uh, you know, before the money gets uh, transferred over. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like there's seven. So, and I think seven. a
1: couple of them, a couple of them we already have on file, like yourself, I believe, but uh, yeah, we have to double check, but if there are any, if there are any signers who are not okay with that, then they might want to reconsider being a signer. Cause it's just going to delay things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll reach out to them and,
3: and confirm that. I see hardcore is posted in the chat. Uh, Yeah, I'm not really sure what you're trying to get at there. Um, I'm going to move on. Uh, I get
0: 50... Oh, you're talking about this. I get 52 Rarity Farming Season 5. Um, That one, the end date for that is December 4th, but it has 19 million over 9 million um, quorum. It's my quorum. So Um, this will likely pass. And uh, regarding Rarity Farming Season 5... uh, I think we said we would wait for the forge to officially launch before we yeah. you know before we we went out with that cuz we're kind of looking at this as a valuable um I can't remember who said it last time but a valuable marketing opportunity which I think is a good point. I think that prop said
1: um the be- the, f- the launch of the forge or was it the beginning of
2: January whichever one comes first okay
0: all right um yeah i think that's probably on point with the uh with their roadmap yeah, january twenty
1: twenty three whichever mm-hmm. comes first so it could be end of january as well could be hmm okay
0: okay right on uh and so that's i get fifty two uh i get fifty three channel alchemica by burning kinship this one passed uh pretty close not You know, uh, 58% were for it, and 41% were against it. So 13 million over 9 million uh, quorum was met. And uh, you can still go vote on that one if you want your XP. Which one is that? This is uh, Agap53, Channel Alchemica by Burning Kinship.
1: Oh, I think it's over now, and it lost.
0: Oh, did it lose? Okay,
1: sorry. This is what's on the board. yeah, it's probably a little bit outdated.
0: Okay, my bad. Let me go. So the look current that one show. is
1: twelve million ghosts for do not implement and seven point seven million for implement.
0: Okay, so that one flipped. Okay, uh, that was interesting. An interesting turn of events. Uh, that's a lot of ghosts that voted on that. Nineteen million. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is not getting implemented, I guess. Um, but there are some follow-up comments. Uh, I think that, uh, Hardcore put them on the board there so we can discuss. So that wraps up our, uh, snapshot review. Let's head over to the, well, let's see here. Do we have,
3: uh, what's his name? I don't see him in here. Is it Groomer? Um,
0: There's someone who's gonna present today. Uh, let's see, let's see. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna move on. Um, so so can we- Can
2: we talk about AGAP
0: 53?
1: AGAP 53. Um, specifically, like what, about the new proposal or what do we? what do you wanna discuss? Uh, Bearded did, he, I think somewhere in the Dow
2: discussion, he wrote uh, an explanation for how the vault voted.
3: Let me scroll up and find that. Here we go. You guys can go read, here's his explanation that he gave. He said, basically,
1: if we split the votes, we'd only have voted 57% opposed to 53. By my calculations, the split would have allowed EGA 53 to narrowly pass. But if we had been able to allocate 66% of our voting power, the vote would have narrowly failed. So we made the decision not to split our votes as the outcome, the vote fails, was the preference of the overwhelming majority of our voters. So, And he re- is requesting that in the future, people who make SIG props can use weighted
2: voting power option instead of single choice, which would allow them to, proportionately
3: split their votes. Sorry, I'm so trying to understand. They, they're,
1: they're trying to split their votes, but they can't do it exactly as the vault voting power came in because it's a single choice. So... If we have uh, weighted voting power, they, in the future, they will be able to do that, uh, basically down to the vote. Like they could do 55, 45, or 60, 40, however they, whatever the, the, their snapshot shows. But because uh, this proposal was not weighted voting, it was single choice, they basically had to make a decision and, uh, had, and went with the
2: majority decision of how the vault voted
3: mm mm-hmm. okay
2: so yeah, in the future, I think Sig props
1: uh I don't know when snapshot added that option, but it is pretty cool, and I think we should use it more, especially because it does help the vault and make them give it give them the option to allocate their votes exactly as they come in on their side rather than having to Kind of try and split it down the middle, but not really accurately because they have only two voting wallets.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so TLDR: use weighted voting for future sync so props.
0: Yeah, use weighted voting. Uh, are they
1: going to add abstaining votes? I think that's a question. Of the sig props. If the sig prop has like whatever options the sig prop has, I think the vault will probably just copy and paste that. So if sig props start adding abstain, then I would assume that the vault will also start adding abstain. But currently, no one has really done that in the sig prop, so
2: they're they're just copy and pasting it essentially.
3: yeah
0: all right um is am I okay, am i good to move on to actually this kind of ties in with the Yannick's rejection proposal rejection uh the o g kinship um alternative uh proposal someone it's not an official proposal but uh more of a discussion i guess um so you know we've talked about kinship burn and uh there are some alternatives if, you know, since this one didn't pass, if we were to resubmit the proposal. Um, it goes here, uh, Kinship has the potential to be one of the most interesting and addictive on-chain game mechanics that our gotchis have uh, available currently. Uh, I would like to resubmit Yannick's proposal, but with less aggressive Kinship burn rate options. So option one in this case would be burn minus two, uh, burn two Kinship per channel. Uh, option two would be burn one kinship per channel. And then option three, of course, uh, leave as is. And then they go; they kind of explain um, the meaning behind these. Um, option one would allow players to maintain their current gachi kinship level and still channel per normal. Uh, option two would allow players to increase gachi kinship, but a little bit slower than non-channelers. So those would be the two options there. Um And then they talk about the infra that would go around, you know, that would go around these, uh, this mechanic. But essentially these are the other two options. Uh, What do, what do people right now uh, listening in, what do you guys think about uh, this kinship burn proposal in general? Is it something you never want anyway? Or were you kind of more opposed to the minus four burn rather than uh, the whole proposal? Because this one's now, I, I feel like these, these burn rates are a little bit more uh you know a little more conservative so a little bit more reasonable uh, i see chairs saying do not want grids <laughs> you're screwed either way uh, yeah and, and you know no future i was thinking about this as well because we already did take a measure to reduce the emissions right we did uh I can't remember whose proposal it was, but it re- reduced emissions by forty-eight percent, I think. And so, I, I kind of, somewhat, uh, to some extent, I actually agree that maybe it might be a little bit too much. Um, that being said, it's an interesting mechanic. It could be interesting, like for the gamification aspect of it. But uh, maybe if we hadn't have implemented the forty-eight percent, uh, you know, forty-eight percent reduction uh we could have implemented this instead yeah hardcore is also saying kin is not specifically about emissions it's about adding choices and game yeah that's the gamification there
3: no spillover burn yeah uh, we'll we'll get to that discussion as well Totally, a client has has a good question.
1: How would kinship burn when renting out your gachis? Uh, one of the uh, reasons I think this got voted down also was probably just because people are worried that uh, about the implementation that their gachis that are already rented out for like a month would the 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 borrowers would start channeling and burning their kinship. So I think even before this, yeah, actually, crypto gachis is saying what I'm about to say here. We need to have some sort of um, channeling permission that if the, the Gachi lender can choose whether or not they want the borrower to be able to channel with it. So that would have to be an
2: additional flag in the contract before we
3: could really seriously go through with, with this mechanic. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the consensus here we're getting from this uh, conversation is that uh, uh, many people would have actually been fine with the kinship burn. But, uh, you know, had the other proposal not passed, they would have been fine. Uh, But because we have a 48% reduction in emissions, uh, you know, I could understand why someone would be a little apprehensive to also be burning kinship uh, for channeling. Maybe too hard of a uh, uh, kind of a nerf, but uh, we would. I guess we would forego the the gamification. Like maybe we can implement this later at some point in time when it makes sense, um, and maybe think about it uh, when we have maybe other ways to earn kinship or something. You know, maybe to balance it out, we have a way to burn it as well. But um, maybe for now, this is a something that's put on hold. I guess sounds like. And then Yannick had also mentioned earlier up in the conversation, you could also do, you know, you could try um, minus four and change it to minus two quickly if it didn't work out, of course. Um, That's, you know, with any of these changes, we could always revert back to the way things were, but sometimes can be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, so I guess the consensus here is it might be a little bit too much based on the previous changes that have already been made, uh, but however, still a very interesting idea and something we should keep in mind uh, moving forward. If there are opportunities to implement something like this and the DAO thinks it makes sense, then, uh, you know, one,
3: uh, we-
1: go ahead. One, one, one thing that relates to this, and we haven't made a, a sick prop for this, but um, is the community, you know, the representatives that we have right here in this meeting right now, uh, open to having kinship and XP potions being potentially dropped in the arena? Now that we've, re- uh, we're talking about the arena a little bit more, um, the arena would be the first place, but there would obviously be other places where loot like that could be dropped. And basically, you know, say someone summons an enemy into the, arena and you kill the enemy, you could potentially, there would uh, be a random chance that it would generate a kinship or an XP potion. And then if you were able to get out of the arena with it,
2: uh, that would be something that you could actually bring on chain and and drink or sell.
0: It would be interesting to use these live in game too, right? Like if these dropped in the arena and you wanted to get that XP boost or Uh, Well, I guess maybe it doesn't really apply to battle directly, but it would be a cool reward to have in the arena. Yeah. The
1: Gachi farming, is it going to be a different potion type? I mean, it would do pretty much the same thing, I think, but it could look different if we wanted to maintain the original OG aspect of the original potions, which there really aren't very many left. Uh, There's probably a handful. Um... But yeah, the idea would be that there would be some rewards that your your gachi could get. So it would almost kind of be a booster to to petting. Petting is a, a thing you can do twice a day. This would be something, you know, if you grind it out in the arena, you're playing a lot,
3: you'd have a potential to get some potions by, by doing that. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, that would be a great way to introduce potions um
0: back into like back into the game um and then that would also spark the conversation about how do we burn the kinship you know yeah
1: because um, then, then yeah then we then yeah. we would have a real reason to start burning kinship because you can actually earn kinship and then you could burn kinship like right now i mean you can earn it but everyone's earning pretty much at the same rate so Maybe there is, because there's not like an additional way to earn it, then maybe people view that a little bit harsher than if we introduced another source uh, for kinship.
0: Well, it's interesting you make a point about battle there, because if we're dropping kinship potions in the arena, uh, we're now kind of gamifying kinship in a little way, because if you're uh, really good at battle, you're winning lots of them, and you're actually earning potions through the process, You know, inherently, your gachis are also going to have higher kinship over time as you, you know, or you could choose to sell them, but you could also, you know, you could use them and increase your own kinship. We should definitely keep this as an ongoing conversation, you know, despite this uh, proposal not passing um, for the kinship burn regarding channeling. I think the idea of burning kinship could be really interesting as we introduce new, new kinship rewards into the game.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with Zico. We shouldn't be limiting our economy because there's
1: 10 OG potions out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> like I mean, if... aste-
0: maybe these aesthetically, the new potions look a little bit different or something. I don't know. Totally, maybe. yeah. They
1: could totally be different types of uh, items, but they would do the, pretty much the same thing.
0: Yeah, you'd have like the ancient kinship potion and then you'd have ancient with two A's and then you'd have the real the kinship potion, you know. Um, Okay, so I think I think that was a good discussion around that. I think we should move on to uh, if we're all good with it, we should move on to the DTF budget review uh, request restaffing. And I also have a a tally form for those of you who uh, might want to express their their interest uh, in this. So quick TLDR uh, uh, from Hardcore here. Uh, TLDR, uh, please post here. I will give you the, or if someone wants to drop the link, actually I'll do it. Um, This is the link here for the, the, the discussion around this. And so please post here if you're interested. In one of the three open DTF spots, uh, so Swappy, Addison, and uh, Dr. Wagme will be stepping down from the DTF, uh, and the proposed funding for the DTF. Uh, I think we're going to be pretty much like we funded a lot of projects this year since I came on, and uh, I want to say almost a hundred percent of all the projects we funded have delivered on on what they said they would deliver on. So you know, we should be proud as a community to be able to fund projects and to have community members who are, you know, executing on a high level and actually doing it, um, you know, in a very decentralized way. So uh, this is uh probably the next step for the DTF is to get some additional funding here. Um, as we, you know, we're getting quite a few requests now um, that people are able to Engage with the with the process. So they're suggesting 100k ghost uh, for the DTF. Um, he is suggesting the. I think this was from uh, I don't know who it was. I think maybe Dr. Wagney. I suggest the D- DPM real role be considered and funded by the DAO instead of the DTF, and this should include new detailed expectations for the roles' uh, standard work. So I think we did go through. I think Coder Dan and I we did go through the. Kind of job dimensions of it, so we can we can definitely review that. Um, but I think they the the job dimensions are are, you know, I don't think they really need to change a whole lot. But if there are things we want to add, or uh, I know there's some other functions that people wanted to the D, the DPM to carry out, um, those could be discussed. And so uh, ends off here with please provide thoughts on what you think the DTF should fund and how the DTF can. better moving forward so I think this is a conversation about pretty much the DTF like what we want them to be um, and what role they're gonna play with the Avogadro Foundation now being the primary kind of uh, I you know I guess it's a group of multi-sig signers right now at the foundation but eventually they're gonna have more defined roles Um, But in the meantime, I guess we have the DTF, which is a, it's its own committee, um, and they're funded by the DAO. And from, you know, my experience with the DTF, their job is to basically uh, fund community initiatives and provide kind of initial funding for projects. Um, You know, my engagement with the DTF has been uh, pretty good. Uh, But I think I have a few, and maybe these criticisms are actually, not criticisms, but they're opportunities. Uh, I think Dr. Wagme actually lays them out. So, uh, some parting thoughts for the DTF. uh, Strengths, he lists, uh, DTF members have been wonderful to work with. Generally efficient and multi-sig confirmations uh, are usually done in a really timely manner. So... Uh, I think, my, like I said, my engagements with the DTF have been really good, um, getting transactions signed. Um, few times I've wanted feedback, I've got feedback. So um, that that should be, uh, that that's fine there. And then current funding application process is relatively streamlined with Notion and Parcel. So those are the two dApps that I implemented right away, basically. We have a whole Notion running with the bounty board and some other resources people might find helpful. Uh, as well as a grant funding process. And then we also have parcel for uh, multi-sig management and accounting. And so that's all managed there through that. And hopefully in this next year, we'll be looking at adopting a uh, DAO work tool like um, d or uh, we were also looking at Wonderverse, but kind of uh, speaking with Jesse, I think kind of leaning towards maybe Dwork. but we'll do a final uh, comparison. We'll spend a DAO, uh, we'll probably spend a DAO meeting, just uh you know, segment talking about some comparisons and decide which DAO tool we want to use most. So that's those are the strengths currently. Um weaknesses, uh some of the weaknesses uh lackness lack of tooling. Um so I I think that's what I just uh mentioned here. The DTF has not transitioned to DWORK or Wonderverse. Uh, GMI is currently doing a trial with Wonderverse, and I've been speaking to other guilds who are working with Dwork with Meta Guild, and I think the Gachi Farmer uses Dwork. But I'm going to try and get their feedback on it, and also uh, give you the inside scoop on GMI's Wonderverse experience here in uh, you know shortly. Uh, lack of general gut yeah, yeah. I'm- Actually, I really like Wonderverse. Um, it. In my opinion, personally, I think our DAO functions better with Wonderverse or in the Wonderverse kind of uh, the way they have their, their things set up um, compared to DWORK. Um,
1: if you guys haven't seen us already, Jesse did a deep dive with them a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, really great. And they also have a snapshot integration. So we can do like pre voting, like we can do vetting of votes before they even make it to the snapshot. Um, the official snapshot so they they have some really cool tools there as well as uh you know the ability to work in pods they have notion integration um what was the other one they have a git they have a gitcoin grant integration as well so if we have specific grants or projects that are quite large and maybe the DAO doesn't want to fund the whole project we could actually get them registered through gitcoin grants um through wonderverse and have you know, have some projects partially funded through Gitcoin as well. Um, so yeah, those are some of the kind of highlighted features I saw, uh, but, you know, moving on with some of the, the weaknesses or challenges, uh, lack of general guidance and goals regarding types of projects to fund. So I think this could be uh, more in terms of issued bounties and, um, you know, what types of bounties would be issued by the DTF. There's really no guidance right now. We, you know, we, we, take, uh, we take grant submissions. So if you have a project that uh, you think would be valuable uh, for the community, you can submit a grant and, you know, I'll review it alongside the DTF and we can make a decision. And if it's uh, something we see valuable, we definitely do get that funded. And then, you know, I, I usually track the progress on that to completion and kind of work together on on getting your project uh, to where it needs to be. Um, Lack of transparency to the DAO with projects funded or individuals actively receiving funds. Um, I kind of disagree with this one. I think that the transparency, there was a lack of transparency, but if you go to the... uh, if you go to the grants dashboard on Notion, it has every project that's ever been funded by the DAO and how much those individuals got and uh, what, what the status of that project was at the end. So I think that is something that we've worked on and uh, there is information available, but maybe uh, I don't know if he's meaning more specifically to specific aspects, uh, but we could, you know, if there is a lack of transparency, uh, you guys see there. We could definitely work on that. Uh, lack of re- outreach leading to disparity in applicant type. Um, I'm not really sure what that one what that one's trying to get get at there. Um, lack of outreach leading to disparity in applicant type.
1: Maybe like a lack of awareness about the program.
0: Maybe um, so
1: only certain so certain member types are aware of it. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, one one thing I've suggested as a potential solution to, to this is maybe we integrate, um, you know, the DTF server is its own siloed server. And, um, you know, since I took over, uh, we kind of stopped using some of those channels because it's handled by Notion. So really, there's only maybe two or three channels in that server that are being used. And so I feel like even if, you know, two of them are locked channels or whatever, uh, we could probably think about moving some of those um, channels into the main Avogadji server. Even if, it's the, uh, even if it's the just the grants and bounties channel, that could be just one line of communication we could have in the main server regarding uh, new bounties being posted or the status of grants. Um, of course, if we have Dwork integration, all of your roles, we could assign new roles in the DAO, or you know, Dwork or mm-hmm. Wonderverse. We could assign new roles and get a full Discord integration, and that would kind of solve that would solve the problem because you could literally uh, put a notification on your phone for when new grants come up, and you'll be notified when a new grant is up available or a new bounty is available. You know, um, and you'll have the you'll have a line of communication there. Um, so that could be that could be addressed pretty easily, I think. Uh, so now we have some opportunities. Uh, this is opportunities for the DTF. Uh, set funding standards for community contributors and guilds seeking funding support. Uh, there's currently a risk for disparities and funding and lack of transparency. Uh, yeah, I think there needs to be, uh, I, I agree with this. There needs to be some sort of a standard uh, for funding um, for community contributors and guilds seeking funding. Uh currently it's more of a one-on-one basis. So I, I've had a meeting with, you know, Hardcore, No Future, Zombie Shepherd. We've discussed, you know, what they feel would be reasonable. And uh, you know, they've all agreed to very reasonable amounts. And those amounts are usually for a 12-week period. Uh, and then usually at the 12-week period, we'll have a meeting, we'll have a review, and then, you know, if the uh if the bounty size or the grant size needs to be adjusted at, at that point. Um we make that adjustment. So uh, more efficient capital use, which may help fund the DTF budget itself. Um, I think this is kind of saying like a return on capital, maybe. To actually deploy capital and get a return on capital. Um, Yeah, I think that's something we definitely think about, you know, moving forward. Uh, Currently, the projects we've, submitted have been uh, more like community contributions, I would say, more than um, some sort of a um, like a financial return. But we could also start thinking about, and I know I've been talking to uh, folks like uh, the Gachi, Gachi Farmy, uh, who are actually working on some very large initiatives that could really be a, a source of capital for the DAO. So there are, there are actually some things in the works that could potentially be really good sources of revenue for the DAO. Uh, improved use of Gachi versus DAO assets versus Ghost alone. I think he's referring to the DAO parcels and the uh, fake Gachis. I think they those will be used uh, for uh, those will be used as a uh, uh, community rewards for contributors, and so that is something we can think about using other Gacha assets. You know, paying in whether it's land or wearables, or, you know, if you did something really big, maybe some gotchis or something like that, that could be interesting. And so maybe there could be some treasury management there uh, with, you know, holding out other other types of assets. Uh, Improved general DAO infrastructure may be able to absorb the duties of the DTF and provide the necessary accountability framework for its success. Yeah, I, I I definitely think uh, some of these tools that we want to implement, like uh, Waterverse, would definitely help with that uh, big time. <clears throat> some of these things that are, uh, I guess, threats or perceived to be uh, circular funding among friends or special interests. Currently, four GMI members on payroll currently, community is very large with other, con- other contributors who may not be aware of funding due to lack of outreach or penetration of current content. Uh, Lack of standardization in funding project type may lead to overexpense and disparity in funds allotted. This applies to arcade-type games and guilds requesting funding support. Um, Inadequate compensation for the time required to accomplish and account for the complexity of their role and mitigate the weaknesses and threats mentioned. Burnout of contributors. Um, these are just some things to think about. Uh, I think there's some things here I don't really necessarily agree with. I think for the most part, literally everybody who has asked for a grant or funding of any type has asked for less than what they would be able to make doing that role, uh, you know, in Web two or whatever equivalent, you know, whatever equivalent type of work they would be doing. They've asked for way less. Um, I'll just say that straight up. Like, you know, I've actually had to have conversations with gachi gang members being like, Are you sure? Like, this seems like a quite a small amount for the amount of work you're about to do here, you know. And I would actually kind of argue and say the the gachi gang overall has been pretty reasonable with Mm -hmm. pretty much every funding request I've got has been reasonable, uh, more than reasonable. So Um, I think when people are outliers,
1: but yeah, in general, they've been pretty, pretty good from what I've seen. Yeah.
0: I think over this last year, there were maybe three, uh, just that I can think of. There may be about three out of all of the uh, grants that we had that were kind of like, well, you're asking for an unreasonable amount. You know, like I think there were three, three rejections um, this last year, uh, maybe two from me. But other than that, um, overall, pretty good. You know, I think there should be some awareness like with projects coming to me and uh, I do my best to kind of vet projects for what they're trying to deliver versus what they're trying to ask. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't say that's an issue at the moment, but it has the potential to become an issue, you know, as we grow as a DAO and as we get more, con- you know, more requests, more contributors, there is a there's a potential for this to happen. Um. Yeah, and some of the other ones uh, with the four GMI members on payroll, I think there should be opportunities in the future for positions to be applied for and, and maybe even challenged. But uh, I think in this situation currently, like, for example, for live streaming the events or making the mirror boards or, uh, you know, maintaining the RSS feed, um, I kind of wanted people who are really well trusted in the community. I didn't want to invite some rando to come in and start streaming our events or, you know, making our mirror boards because we want to make sure that the content that we're making is relevant and like, curated based on our community. Um, you know, like No Future does a really good job of um, creating, you know, clips. And, you know, Hardcore does a good job of, putting together all the meeting notes and making them really interactive with the mirror board. Um, Zombie shepherd does a good job with the RSS feeds, you know, shout out to all those guys, man. Cause like they're, they're doing this for, um, I think a pretty reasonable amount and they're delivering on it consistently every week. So I'd rather have that than at this point, but I also see the need for maybe in the future to have, well, we have positions open to have a maybe there's an application window for two weeks and then we pick up, you know, maybe there's a vote that we could do. Like you could do this on Wonderverse where you where you could actually have people vote on who you want to take that bounty. So the DAO could vote, OK, I want no future to take this bounty because there's five applicants and we want him to do it um, like that could be one way of doing it. But we could discuss different ways of assigning bounties and allocating them to individuals. And, you know, I'd love to see one day to have a pool of streamers, to have a pool of DAO contributors that we could go to and and get different people coming up and and contributing. Like, that'd be awesome. Um, I think we'll get there eventually. But yeah, this was a uh, great thread by Dr. Wagme. I, you know, Great that he was able to outline um, all the kind of uh, uh, just the overall view of what the DTF is, where it's at. And uh, I think something we could consider, you know, I am the DPM and I'm enjoying this position. I will happily continue to do this position if you guys are, you know, satisfied with this work. Uh, An alternative could be a, you know, if the DAO foundations being formed, maybe instead of the DTF, we have a DAO project committee. And, you know, instead of the DTF, we would have a committee that would be responsible for uh, collectively uh, vetting grants. You know, I think one of the things that wasn't outlined here was uh, the I guess the lack of feedback on many of these grants uh, was kind of. I kind of look at it on my own, I kind of review it, and then you know I pass it off, usually talk to Dr. Wagme, and then there's usually just one other person in the DTF that's able to look at it. And then I think there's a voting process that happens, and then the, the action's taken. So that's kind of the process right now. What I would like to see is someone comes to me with a grant, I look at the grant, that's the initial vetting process. I look at it, it's reasonable. It gets passed off to a review committee committee who then is able to look at it a little bit more objectively. Whether it's um, smart contract work, whether it's creative work, um, you know, it would be beneficial to have position you know these people in positions that would have a certain skill set. They would be able to look at this and say, "This is the, you know, the smart contract work for this grant. It looks like it's a lot more than what this person's asking." Or this person's asking a lot for just doing this, like writing a little script. They're asking for a lot of money for this, and to have a little bit more oversight over the over the applications, um, I think would be probably beneficial to the process and would probably address some of these points here that being that are being made. Um, so you know, alternatively, alternatively, I think. Um, um, yeah, I think alternatively that could be something we could consider. Is if we want a DAO project committee, uh, I'd be happy to lead that committee. You know, as project manager, um, and you know we would request funding. Well, this would be the funding that would be requested. Uh, but I think it'd be either or. I don't think you would have two. I don't think you'd have the DTF and the project management committee. You would just have you just have one or the other. Um, but I think the uh, lack of kind of uh, scrutiny or feedback on grants aside from myself like one person, I think that there should be a few other uh, eyeballs that get to see these proposals and, and maybe do some further vetting and that would actually that would actually address a lot of these um, points here I think um, because right now it's me it's one person uh, managing these things and I don't mind being the sole point of accountability. But we are a DAO, so we should try and approach our, um, like any sort of management should be approached by a few eyeballs, I think, um, in a more decentralized kind of way. Um, but yeah, that's just my take on it. So currently the DTF members
1: are, it's, there's not any other uh, more formal review? I, I remember there was for a while. Did that just, uh, has it not been like that for for a period of time recently?
0: Yeah, I mean typically the two people I deal with are Dr. Wagman Deuce Hearts. Uh, I mm-hmm. haven't I haven't met any of the other DTF members. Uh, you know during my during my tenure, you know, so far, 12 weeks. I've only I've only interacted with Dr. Wagman and Deuce Hearts. But that being said, they've done a great job. And I don't want to uh... oh and Michael F also. Yeah, I've actually I've just I've actually communicated with you as well. Um and so shout out to those guys, man. I don't want to be like hating on the DTF or being like these guys aren't, you know, delivering or anything like that. It's, uh, it's just a. I I wish we could have a little bit more feedback and maybe from people who are specialized in a specific role. You know what I mean? Like a smart contract review or a, you know, maybe a technical review or a, a creative review some sort of a process where people can look at this objectively beyond just the DPM and say, well, there's some things you're kind of overlooking here. You know, I, I don't mind criticism. Like I, I think these grants should be, uh, looked at, especially the larger ones should be looked at, um, carefully. And, you know, we're going to get, I mean, you guys watch over this next year, we're going to see some probably pretty large grants being requested because, um, we're kind of in build mode here, and you know people are seeing that, or people are starting to see that if we don't utilize our treasury in a um, responsible way, then the demand is always going to be business as usual, right? Let's just give it out then. Let's just give it out for rarity farming because we're not, we're not using the treasury. That's always the argument. We're not using the treasury, so we need to just give it out and. I think if we do a good enough job of actually utilizing the treasury, people start considering the uh, value that's being generated um, through these funds over um, a consistent reward and saying, well, you know, we could do another rarity farming, but this guy has a really good idea and, you know, it might cost a decent amount of ghost. Maybe as a DAO, we might want to um, fund that initiative and and create some revenue for the DAO. Provide some longevity for rarity farming season, right? Um, actually, Acteon. Uh, we'll we'll talk about rarity farming season here in a sec. But those were just my thoughts. Uh, I'm going to jump into the comments here and just read some of these. Um, Doctor Me- Doctor Wagme S W O T S almost always have multiple inputs from various stakeholders. Please please consider adding it adding to it in the thread. Um, Mikey J, uh, so the DTF be a review committee, but still the funds be dispersed directly by the treasury signers that way we don't have to ask our DTF members to take on the risk mm. of managing funds.
1: Cause right now, one of the sticking points with several of the members was, uh, because they are dispersing funds, they, they do need to be KYC for AML purposes. So what well, I think what Mikey is saying is that. The DTF could be Anons in that they're, they're, they're well-known community members, but they're not doxed, and, and they are able to review things and give recommendations, but the treasury, uh, in terms of the nine directors, maybe, uh, would be the ones actually distributing the funds. That, that could be one, one way to do it. If, if we couldn't get them to be the same, one and the same, Basically, a DTF that is uh, all KYC'd and is able to move move funds without any issues, and they have the skill set, that would be
3: ideal. But if we couldn't find that, maybe this could be an option. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so you have the Treasuries. Uh, when Mikey J is talking about the Treasury signers, is he referring to the the Dow Foundation or the DTF Treasury signers? The Dow I think foundation. he's referring to
2: the yeah, the the
1: the Cayman Foundation. So there will be the nine signers for that.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that would that that seems to that seems like it kind of makes sense to me. Um, with the Treasury being the main pool and the Avogadro Dow Foundation now is going to be a legitimate um, foundation that's able to disperse funds. Uh, with AML-compliant individuals, uh, the DTF maybe doesn't need to manage the treasury directly,
3: but would rather uh, be, the, uh, be the entry point for funding.
2: Yeah, I agree. The, the DTF would need a budget and probably yeah, a separate
1: disbursement while, while it would be easy to do with parcel. Yeah. Whether or not we use. would need all nine signers is also a question. Maybe we don't need all nine of them, but basically we, we have nine signers that are KYC'd and can move large amounts of funds. Whether or not the DTF needs all nine of them is is a question, but uh, they will be part of the DAO. Now, we haven't specifically mentioned that in the, the running and uh, the election for this, so this could be seen as an additional responsibility for for these people, but that's why you would probably still want to have some sort of working budget for them to to review and or not not review, but at least uh, sign and manage the multi-sig. Yeah. So yeah, I, I that's an interesting idea, Mikey. We if we couldn't find the talent uh, that's willing to to dox and be a signer, then we could
3: potentially do it this way. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Or, or does, could uh, the DPM just be
1: the one dispersing the funds? We don't even need a multi-sig, really,
0: right? Yeah, I could, I mean, I don't mind dispersing the funds. Let's, that's totally fine.
2: That makes it even easier. We don't even, it's, there's not, it's not like it's really large amounts
1: that are sitting in a wallet. It's, uh, you know, 50, a hundred K of ghost. Yeah. And you're, you're doxed. So, yeah. uh, the only, the only thing we'd be worried about is, is your wallet being hacked. Um, I use or, a hardware or,
0: wallet for everything though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, or lost.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We could, well, we could do, still do a multi-sig. I just have maybe one other person on it or something. Mm-hmm. If that's it. If that's a concern, we just need two signatures for everything. That's fine. Yeah.
1: You could do also a multi-sig with yourself where you could have one of two signers.
0: Oh both- yeah. Like a vault. I have one of those as well. Yeah. Like two, yeah, yeah. two hardware wallets connected to a, uh, or you can even have one hardware wallet and one, whatever, but you would have two, two signatures for every transaction.
1: Well, you, you just need one signature. So if, if you lost one, you'd still have the other one. Oh,
0: right, could, right, right.
1: You could do, you know, it's, it, this is good, good uh, practice for anyone. If you have lots of funds and uh, you, you can create a multi-sig for yourself and have like three wallets as signers, but you only need one wallet to be a signer. If you're, if you're, not, if you're not worried about being hacked, this is more if, if you're worried about losing your assets, like losing your your wallet,
0: then you have backups. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how all these pieces work together. You know, uh, Dr. Wagme. Uh, tangential conversation is DPM's role was slated for 12 weeks, so that is yeah. So I'm like this. This meeting is on the house here, guys. That's, apparently, my my term ended on the 28th. So we have to figure out exactly uh, how the DAO wants the DPM role to be considered. Um, Dr. Wagney is saying he's suggesting that it be a DAO election uh, and not be a DTF funding thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't matter to me, but we need to figure out a way forward, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. DAO shut down. <laughs> we need that arena. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But... I'm, I'm cool for an election or whatever you guys want to do. But, you know, uh, in my opinion, if the DAO project manager is going to be, well, managing projects, I'm having trouble understanding, like, where the DTF fits in with that. Because the last 12 weeks, um, I've been kind of doing everything on my own for the most part. You know, I just kick over a grant to the DTF when a proposal is you know reasonably vetted by myself they have a look at it and then they just pass it so there's been no feedback or anything but i'd like to see um i'd like to see basically all these changes that are suggested in the dtf review to be part of this um and whether that dpm role is elected or what um, i think we need to figure out a way forward I can definitely yeah. have a conversation with the DTF themselves, or I guess Dr. Wagney and yeah, you know, one other person, um, and or whoever is in the DTF, and uh, try and figure out a way forward with that. But I, I I actually agree. KYC DPM um, can just disperse the funds. Yeah,
1: that seems like the easiest way, and then because we don't want to lose potential talent in the Dow just because. They need to be KYC to be a signer. We're definitely limiting our applicant pool. Uh, and it's, it's been a sticking point with the DTF since the beginning anyway. So now that we have a kind of a KYC uh, DPM, it, it makes sense that that role could that job could be done by the DPM in terms of dispersing funds. We don't really need the review committee to be dispersing the funds.
0: Yeah. Okay, so maybe the best way forward here is the the DTF. Um, you know, we can think about the DTF members that might want to be uh, part of the DTF to provide some relevant and transparent input info- inputs on you know specific grants, especially the the larger ones. I think it's definitely a good idea to have some uh, extra eyeballs on them. And then uh, maybe uh, we could figure out some way to uh, get a, you know, a DPM wallet set up. And then also I'll I'll talk with the DTF and and we can put together a uh, DAO proposal for a longer a longer tenure and a more fixed position for DTF uh, or DPM position. Dr. Wagme, final recommendation would be 100 ghost a month for DTF members. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds reasonable. Uh, okay, so I see. Sorry, I'm I'm not going to get stuck on this for too long here. Um, so that was kind of uh, the summary of the the DTF review, and new budget request. If you do have any other comments on this, please post in the um, the chat there. The the forum chat. Uh, Brills, I see Hefe regarding Agap fifty one. I agree with First Avogachi, and I think re-election is the best course of action. Uh, top vote getter Yannick seventeen percent pulled out before the election concluded. Redistributing those votes could change the whole ballot. Also, millions of votes going to candidates that never
3: applied publicly via the DAO entity signaling thread. Uh, Mark saying we're, I mean, we're okay, okay with uh, either way, we just want to make sure that this is
1: the
2: will of the Dow. that
1: uh...
0: Okay, I see your vote there. Uh, do we need to do a do-over of Agate 51 now that Yannick has pulled out? So I see 25 yeses and 4 noes. So far. Kachi15, that's a good point. Better redo it now as opposed to to dissent later. Uh, Umami, there's also the consideration on the VLT DAO side that there needs to be a course of action on how they will mirror the vote.
3: I thought they did. Didn't they? Because it's a weighted vote, right? They were able to weight it accurately. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Mikey J says what would the process have
1: been if someone resigned a few months from now that process should be the same now would, um, so the other option would be we could basically the top eight would stay the same because they, they, they won and then there would be a, a runoff for one spot because
3: that's what probably would happen if someone resigned a few months from now
2: So basically, we would take the first eight, and then
3: no, the ninth would be the runoff. But Mark has a
1: good point. The, the whole mo- I mean, Yannick was number one. There was a lot of voting power on the line there. So the results could be significantly different, but
2: is it worth doing a whole, a whole do over? Make, uh, we'll make a little vote here yeah. see what you guys think. So, if we do a do over, should it be for all nine spots or just the last spot
3: oh, all nine is uh is gaining traction I would have be, thought just the just last the- but. The
1: static fireball is uh that one doesn't count guys. You gotta do go the uh the emoji
2: fireball. <laughs> we're, not, we're not adding them together. Okay, all
3: right. That was good all right. <laughs> Okay, a lot of people are just saying redo the whole damn thing. Well, Yannick had 3.3 million Ghost VP on
0: him, so had he not been in the running, could have led to a very different result,
3: Zanzi. Mikey J. So if I'd resigned a month
0: from now, we'd be voting on just one spot or a few months from now. Where's the line? (laughs) <laughs> Mark, oh man, people be so annoyed if they win this vote and lose the next. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're trying to avoid, right? With the last vote, like the last one voted in.
1: I mean, nothing has really changed just except Yannick is, has pulled out. Probably we were likely to see the same results.
0: I'm going to vote the same way I voted before, personally. <clears throat> Minus Yannick, of course, because he's pulling, he's pulling out, so...
1: My my initial thought was we would just leave it as is. We don't actually really need a do over. What's kind of what's done is done, but if I mean if it's a, a large group of the DAO feels like a do over is necessary, we'll
2: we're giving voice to that right now. Yeah. Um, so all nine 20. has 28, just the last has
1: 14. Maybe
3: we're not going to do a sig say. prop. I mean,
1: we, we, we really don't need to do a sig prop on whether or not we should
2: do it. Do it's like...
1: <laughs> just farming XP. <laughs> just
2: XP farming.
0: Okay. Like uh, it looks like <laughs> it looks like
3: a do over uh, at that point. <laughs> I mean, if it Mikey's point stands, because
1: uh, the only reason it does, I think it is a little bit different, is because we haven't actually made the multi sig yet. Like this was a core prop, but it hasn't actually become reality yet. So it does seem there's a little bit more wiggle room now to do like a a full vote rather than a single re- replacement vote. But at the same time, that's that's just there's no we don't have a process for that yet. Um but umami does make a good point. There were I believe there were some applicants that didn't actually make uh, their application in the thread that we made, and so that I think they they I think they signaled with your form, uh, hefe, but they didn't actually do it. without oh. signaling thread. So that and they also got quite a few votes.
2: They said mm-hmm. they were going to, but they never did. I think.
0: Okay. That was pretty annoying. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I mean, well,
2: the, the blog has the list of those individuals. Let's see. Um, we did say there are five more applicants
1: who have indicated interest through unofficial channels. Um, so, we added them. So, Mycalium, 0x, ZFi, Zeitgeist, Mick Abandoned Pants, and
2: Umami. Mm
3: hmm.
2: So, let's see.
1: Some of these did get uh Mommy got 1.1 million ghost maxi crouton like so these guys they didn't actually go through the official process. That's another, but we added them because they said they were going to mm-hmm. Okay. And they did. They did signal to you. So
2: that was probably Also, you know, it was kind of a loophole, but
0: yeah um, we're, not, we're not
1: happy about that by the way. That you, we, we made it very clear that you guys should have done that and
0: but uh, there were I don't know: Right. Um, so are we going if we're going to be redoing this, uh, I guess everybody who is in the signaling thread would be the ones available to be included
3: in the in the, uh, the resubmission. Yeah, I can reach out um, to those other people and, and say, you know, if you want to be included in this, in the redo, just signal your, you got a signal in the thread.
2: So ZX, Z5 says he learned of the thread after the snapshot went up and signaled on the interest form, but did not want to be, does not want to be in the redo. So,
3: yeah, this is uh Okay. Oh yeah, because OXC fad also. You said
0: you you'd wanted to pull out um, in in this situation also that you had been voted on. So that actually is two people. Then multiple people are
1: pulling out. Then this is yeah,
3: this is not good. Sanzi. Hmm. Okay, so I guess we need we need a way forward though, guys. Like we
0: got either we're redoing the vote and we're putting it through and it seems like some people are gonna be not gonna be running, or we just uh we get that one individual um to replace Yannick. That seems to be and people are saying one hundred percent need to do a redo. So
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, well,
1: then on the next one, we're not, uh, I don't think we're adding new people. So we're just going to go on the ones that are actually in the DAO entity signaling thread.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so if you
0: did signal on the tally form, please just go in the signaling thread and also um, make sure you're in there so you're included. That's what you guys are using, right? Then for the new one,
1: yeah. But okay. we're not. But we we can't allow new sign like new okay. applicants. If you so signal on the is. candy form, um, you were you can technically like it's a, probably okay to.
0: Yeah, I think there's four individuals now that were on the tally form that uh, maybe I think might be two of them that are not uh, on that signaling thread. One of them who's not going to be. Included anyway, so I'll reach out to the the individual and say, you know If you're actually interested, please do get your name on there, but
2: As far as clear rules on what happens if someone resigns, that's
1: going to be in the Constitution, which is currently being drafted So we don't have that Constitution yet, and that's why we have this issue That is it's in the works and we're going to get that and be able to have the the community go through it, pour through it, add comments, mark it up in a typical gotcha gang fashion.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like we
2: are
1: opting for opting for redo.
0: Yeah. Sounds like it. And so we'll, we'll do the redo. We'll get a, uh, we'll get another proposal through the, through the, um, through snapshot. Yep. And I'll, after this call, Dan, I'll go through, I'll just confirm uh, the tally stuff with you and and we'll just leave it at where it's at. And then we'll, um, I don't think there's going to be anybody new. I think actually the, aside from the pullouts. Now the individuals you have in the signaling form are going to be the ones that are, the mm-hmm. only ones they're going to be included, basically. So, so, so none I'll just of the five. Yeah. Okay. I'll confirm that with you after the after the call. Um, but yeah. Okay. So that's the decision we're going forward with. Uh, I'm going to move on quickly through some of these other last uh, points that we wanted to hit on here. Um, pawn. Just so, well, just so you guys know, pawn loans are active on Pawn right now. You can do P2P loans. There have been I think four loans now that have been issued. One was for 50K DAI that actually went through. Somebody was able to put up their gachis and, and get a pretty big loan on them. So it's really cool that the peer-to-peer uh, aspect of Pawn is being used. Um, there was a uh, discussion amongst the uh, Pawn team about putting through a, a proposal, a request to the DAO for a, a DAO-backed uh, funding for loans. And uh, I mean, I'm personally not an advocate of it, but I'm kind of curious to know what you guys would think, what role the Dow would play in a lending market if this proposal was to pass. Um, I think there would have to be some guidelines that are put up. I know Dr. Wagme actually mentioned some guidelines. So um, there, there could be a way to set this up where the Dow would be able to provide loans. And it would provide a, the DAO with a. Uh, I believe it worked up to be a 16% yearly APY. So, not a uh, huge return, but still a return for the DAO on on the ghost, if the if the funds were used actually utilized uh, over the P2P. And I mean, yeah, let's talk about you know Gachi. You make you're bringing up a. A point to discuss is, do we want the DAO being involved in borrowing and lending? Because what's going to happen is uh, the DAO will most likely end up at some point in the future owning um, someone's assets um, mm-hmm. when they can repay the loan. So uh, what happens with the asset? Like, What does the DAO do with the asset? And then what could be the potential... Uh, I don't know what could be some potential circumstances with community members forfeiting their assets to the DAO.
2: Do we have a knowledge on how much liquidity is currently there?
0: Uh, what do you mean, like how much uh, uh, for the for the loan specifically, or like peer to peer lending on pawn? Uh,
1: on on pawn, I guess. is like someone has a deposit ghost for someone to borrow, right? That's how it works. So what what we're asking here is that the the, the Dow will basically put up a hundred K of ghost and then it will lend that out to people who put down their gotchis as collaterals?
0: Yeah. So currently the peer-to-peer thing on pawn is you basically put up your collateral on their marketplace saying I'm requesting, let's say, 500 Ghosts for the scotchy I'm putting up, and uh, I'm going to do this for, uh, you know, uh, there's a specific APY. And then so the lender is the one who goes shopping, and they uh-huh. go through the marketplace and say, hey, this guy's collateral is pretty sweet. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind owning that, you know. So basically the bet that the lender is making is that, you will not pay back the in the worst case scenario that you will not pay back the loan and the lender will get your asset as a at a discounted price because they're not own your asset um, for the loan that they gave out to you um, so they wouldn't get their money back but they would not own your asset um, and okay so, would, so um, the dow
1: the dow would be like one shopping for collaterals basically
0: yeah, and I mean, this would be a, so because this is a manual process for peer-to-peer lending, it would be a decent amount of work also for the DAO, and the PON team's been made aware of this. So before they get their proposal through, I think they were discussing of automating through some modules and having fixed rates that the DAO would be, uh, the fixed amounts and rates that the DAO would be making these agreements on. Um, so they're trying to automate this process. I haven't really heard back from them, how they were able to figure this out, but uh, the process would be automated. The amounts would be fixed and the APY would also be fixed. But what would happen is in the scenario where the uh, the borrower uh, would not pay back the loan, the DAO would end up owning the player's assets. Um, There is a scenario here I thought of that would not be uh, favorable for the DAO. And that would be a, kind of shorting scenario where you would you would lend your assets to the DAO, you would take the ghost, and then you would basically dump the ghost. And then you you know you're betting basically on a lower ghost price by using the DAO funds to short its own token, which would not be good. Um, maybe hundred K wouldn't have a huge impact, maybe it would, I'm not really sure. Um, but that is a scenario that could potentially happen if the DAO is going to be doing this you know someone can do this peer to peer as well but also this is the DAO lending its own funds out um only for its own token to be shipped <laughs> yeah. Yannick, exactly I agree with me <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking about right now because this is like I don't know man I I, I don't agree I, I don't agree with this but this is of course we're DAOs so we have to talk about all this stuff but you know
1: it sounds like even like there's even more smart contract risk with the, it sounds like this thing they're, the module, they're trying to automate. That would also have to be a smart contract, right? So we would need to yeah. review that as well. In addition yeah. to the pawn smart contract, uh, risk.
0: I mean, and otherwise if there's no smart contract, it's a very manual process. you literally need someone like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you'd have to pay like someone to do it. Uh, and like manage it for the DAO. So. Yeah, um, I,
1: yeah. I, I'm I'm not a a huge fan of this. It seems like someone mentioned maybe using Dai for it instead of Ghost. It could be maybe. I mean, it's yeah. really the same. It's it's the same DAO treasury. It just it seems a very speculative and quite a bit of smart contract risk. And there's the payoff really isn't that high. It's four percent interest.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. However, they are going to be putting a proposal out there. I think the last one for them wasn't, they weren't able to post it because they didn't have a gotchi or it got removed because they didn't have a gotchi associated. Um, but if they do get that up there, then uh, that'll be up there. And we can have another discussion around it, but those are my thoughts. And, and
1: yeah. Yeah. That seems like a perfect thing for community members to, to take opportunity on. If they think that uh, the risk is worth it, then they, they should definitely... Try it out. Uh, we we don't really have an official partnership like it's, they inter- integrated Avagachi, which is cool, and uh, they did the work, but it's like it's not something we're like supporting super strongly. So we're, Pixelcraft is not putting up our assets for it. It's just it's a very community uh, grassroots kind of thing happening. I mean I think it's cool.
0: I've had some cool suggestions to the pawn team. Uh, I had a discussion with them a couple of weeks ago and I mentioned the spirit force collateral in the gachi, uh, the A token, and they thought that mm-hmm. was really interesting. So maybe if they have an integration on their platform to actually show the A token collateral as actual collateral, that might be an interesting use case for peer-to-peer lending. Um, you know, I have 100 die or 200 die collateral in my gachi, so the minimum collateral value is 200 DAI plus whatever value they want to assign to the Gachi. could be interesting. Um, there's, there's some interesting things we could do with the Gachi itself and still be peer-to-peer. And uh, I agree with Zanzi as well. I think this is really cool for a peer-to-peer um, utility for Gachis. And I also did a uh, I also did a podcast episode on with Pawn uh, with the founder. So if you guys want to listen to that on um, on Crypto Portal, uh, my podcast um, kind of goes through everything that Pawn does there. They have many different use cases. So uh, all right, so that's kind of the Pawn discussion there. Uh, All right, so we will quickly run through this uh, burning locked spillover. I guess this is a conversation happening in the DAO forum right now. Uh, The problem here, highlighted, uh, we do not know what to do with the backspill, unreleased spillage stored in the spillage wallet, but we do know there is too much alchemica for our current group size and game state. And so this person is saying, My proposal is to change the locked spillover policy to one of the following options. Option one, burn all currently locked spillover. Uh, Burn all spillover going forward unless an event is happening or the DAO votes to turn spillover back on. Uh, Option two, the same as option one, but exclude spillover that has come from reservoirs. But exclude spillover that has come from reservoirs. The reason for doing this is that the economy has been inflating too much and could not handle this amount of tokens being distributed. Either option is okay. The argument for option two would be that the reservoir spillover has come from someone's land that they paid for. Personally, I think option one is better, though, as with the originally designated spillover, you were never going to be able to collect any of that spillover. So basically, they're saying because you weren't going to collect the spillover anyway, that burning it would avoid the future headache of how to distribute it. That's what they're saying, I guess. Um, because we don't have a use for it or we don't know how to, we you know, we don't want to deal with how to distribute it later, we'll just burn it right now. Um, but what is this trying to achieve? What are we trying to achieve here? Um, what's the goal? Is the goal to reduce the supply? I don't, I don't really know because if the goal is to change the price I don't think this is going to accomplish that. I don't think we should be trying to mess around with changing out price. But what's this like, what's this trying to achieve?
3: Let's keep doing things until number go up. Yes.
2: i think the intention here seems to be
1: the worry that one day it'll all be unlocked suddenly and that it
2: would be a a massive inflation event so the potential of that is weighing down on the author
3: hmm yeah i mean i i
0: i have full faith in you guys at pixelcraft implementing at some point some really large sinks for alchemica And I think the rest of the community, a lot Mm -hmm. of the community is thinking, well, you know, we're still early in game development, like in development. Um, So once we actually have a fully mapped out game with like fully completed game loops, I guess the hope there is that there would be enough, deep enough Alchemica sinks in the game to actually maybe do quite the opposite. Maybe we'll need more Alchemica because there's a shortage. That would be kind of optimal use case for this locked up supply is if we start having if there is a such a large requirement of Alchemica for certain sinks in the game. We might want to think about unlocking some of this spillover to actually, you know, be able to build the community structure or be able to repair the citadel walls or, you know, who knows? I don't know what you guys are thinking of Pixelcraft, like, you know, in the back on the back end behind the scenes but i'd imagine there'd be some pretty big use cases for alchemica you know after great battles and stuff like that so um maybe that could be those could be should be looking at that in my opinion the spillover is an opportunity to um to draw on it when we need it as a community for whatever
2: yeah there's there's like literally unlimited ways
1: to once we have gameplay and and more things are live there's there's really unlimited syncs that we can bring not we're not really worried about the sinks uh it's just it takes time to bring them on right to make cool stuff that people want to spend their alchemic on. let that sink in <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is an urgent, anything urgent that we need to act on. And, you know, in my opinion, um, maybe the author has some concerns, but uh, I think uh, so long as it's locked, it's not really affecting us in any way right now. You know, it's locked. It's not doing anything. Uh, I'm going to move on uh, to designate all spill as district funds for municipal allocation options. This is a kind of ties in with what we just discussed. Designate all backspill, so spillover, I think, as district funds for municipal auctions. Opportunity. We do know that we have district DAOs that will, district DAOs, and that we will be customizing our districts. So that was like the community structures that was just kind of, in the lamp posts and whatnot we've discussed. The backspill is the perfect mechanism to use to create an isolated market for the districts to compete against each other. Okay, interesting. Spillage will become, in essence, play money for our district DAO micro-governments, a game within a game, a macro-economy in a bubble. Interesting. Benefits, community pride, player engagement, realm beautification, and yes, the glitter gets burned after each auction. So there's no inflation just an elegant way to start up the local governments Um, suggested enhancement the bids are in the form of 1x 2x and 3x Uh, you are making an offer to pay a multiple of the floor price use the recipes to make various sets of items use recipes to make various sets of items favor certain alchemica as each district is going to trend towards a different quantity and distribution of spilled alchemica, their bud- budgets should vary wildly, and we'll get a spirited and fun competition that brings the community together. Hmm, I think differentiation between districts could be really interesting, and even the micro governments could be interesting as well. Like the we've talked about district DAOs before, um, and having uh, individual DAOs. Govern, uh, you know, their Alchemica allotments uh, for like that community for that subdivision. Uh, what do you all think about uh, this idea here about making uh, municipal, like creating municipal auctions for Alchemica lots, and then distributing that out to the districts for um, having, you know, individual initiatives between each district. Uh, Coder, Dan, actually, regarding district DAOs, uh, are there any kind of plans in the works on, you know, any thoughts on your guys' behalf regarding district DAOs? Um, Maybe when, at what point during development you could see district DAOs becoming a thing? Um, You know, is this something you see happening in this current phase of the DAO? or uh, maybe the found, once the foundation's formed, or maybe later once we're in metamorphosis, like at what point do you see the, the districts gaining enough legitimacy to support something mm-hmm. like this?
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit separate from like the, the actual Avogachi DAO uh, evolution. It's more of just the Gachi-verse roadmap. So right now we are doing the Traits Arena, and that's, that's going to be, obviously it's a huge release. That's um, then we got then the next major one will be uh gachiverse developer sdk that's going to be kind of a, a long-term thing that we work on in phases and gachi lodge guild channeling and estates so it's not currently on the, the roadmap, although it you know it was mentioned so definitely something we would we'd want to do uh, but we need to just kind of decide on what exact features each district would have, and how we want to do governance for each district. And I do remember you guys had like a, a, had spun off kind of a working group for ideas about the district DAOs. I'm very curious to see if there's any stuff that, that's come from that, from that recently. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we're, totally, we're down to do it. It's just uh, arena and gameplay has kind of taken priority, because that's what everyone wants. That's that's what's really going to drive growth more than like a district dial.
0: I mean, do we ever? That's all we've been talking about for the last six. Months, yeah.
1: So we're like, well, we gotta trying to prioritize things a little bit, and make sure that our dev effort is spent on what you guys really want.
0: Yeah, we need to let out some of this bottled up aggression. It needs to go somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> arena is a good place for it. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of agree with Dr. Wagme's uh, sentiment for now. You know, let's uh, let's sit on this one. This is a good conversation. Let's sit on this. Let's think about it. Uh, I think there's some really uh, interesting ways we could implement the Alchemica spillover without maybe burning it uh, or maybe burning it as part of a gamified mechanism. I don't know. Uh, it could be interesting. But uh, we should think about this carefully and uh, maybe we can have a follow-up conversation about it. Um, so I'll just finish off quickly saying the uh, uh, the DAO mission and vision. I was hoping we'd have something together by now. Unfortunately, I was a little bit behind with the move um, and a few activities last couple of days. Um, but uh, next weekend I'll definitely have something together for that. In the meantime, we do have a um, we do have a the DAO mission and vision development submissions. And so, I'll share these submissions with you guys. Um, Please have a look. Uh, It might give you some ideas around this discussion. Uh, There's also a working group. So, if you do want to be part of the working group, I think we're pretty much, uh, at this point, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to get any new members. But if you want to be part of that, then uh, feel free to DM me and I'll get you in there. Uh, Zanzi, hey, since we're doing redoing the election, would it be all right if I have like 30 seconds on stage to signal my interest before this call ends? Yeah, absolutely. Let me get you up here.
3: GM, hey, GM. GM.
0: Hello, everybody. Yeah, so my name is Zanzi. I, uh, I'm i on the, well, I sit in a unique spot at Polygon in between the DeFi and marketing teams. I uh, got into crypto almost two years ago, and avogachi was one of the first NFT projects. I got into super passionate about it uh, love it here and uh, yeah I'm mainly interested in getting on the foundation because I think it would look really great on my resume since I'm really passionate about this industry I like really hope to continue working in this space so um, I really appreciate everybody's consideration thank
2: you
3: there we go Zondi for president
0: just kidding. <laughs> no, awesome. That's great. I think we should have, honestly, I think we should have all, all candidates come up here and do a little bit like that. That would be great.
2: Yeah, we, yeah. Were, uh, we asked everyone last week if they wanted to.
1: We, so if we're going to be doing a, a do-over anyway, uh, we do have a couple minutes here if anyone wants to come up and say hi. Thanks, Zanzi. Thanks, uh, nice to meet you, sir.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. Hi,
3: futuristic. Hi, you guys know me, so I'm just saying hi. That's your pitch. Hi.
0: Yeah, hi. I I have a hardware wallet. I am pretty dedicated. I don't really do much else in my life, so I'm ready to (laughs) hold down those roles. I don't really, you know, I have my opinions about things, but it's very clear what the signer's role is, and it's to execute what the DAO wants. So that is like, you know, it's simple. So, yeah. Hi. I'm going to step off now. Nice. Anybody else? Anybody else want to pitch their pitch? Uh or just say hi? No. All right. I think uh I think we covered a lot here during this meeting today. I see hardcore has also posted up some uh He's done a nice uh, summary of the PvP alpha that was dropped yesterday. My brain is still uh, hurting from all that, uh, but there's some there's some alpha that he's able to suss out from the from the all those uh, things that were dropped on us yesterday. And there's a really nice uh, concise summary on the on the Miro board for you. But uh, that wraps up everything we wanted to discuss for the meeting today. I'll have, uh, I think his name was Scooter from, um, I think it's Regen Finance. Uh, I'm going to have to follow up on that, but we do have a, pre- a presenter regarding some really cool uh, ideas. And I'll, I'll follow sure. up on that next
1: week. For the, 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 I feel like the uh, unless we don't have anything else going that week, I kind of feel like the project, Presentations really shouldn't be during our our core DAO call that we only have once a week. Um, is it, does anyone else
0: have that sense? No, or you're right. you're right. I think it's maybe more appropriate for the hangout to have those. Yeah, that all come hang out with us, and you know, you're probably right on that.
1: Yeah, the gotcha space or the hangout, like the hangouts, especially would be would be fine. I think because there's yeah. that more people. You know, people just doing their channeling, they're listening. Whereas the DAO is kind of more, a little bit more focused. Can be
0: dense. Uh, Dr. Wagme, uh, Coder Dan, any update on the DAO parcels?
1: Yes, I, uh, I I took a look at the doc and we're going to um, sync and make sure all the those parcels are active in the Gachiverse. And we'll try to get those minted for you ASAP.
0: Yeah, I believe he has some big plans for end of year. I know you've discussed that with me and uh, kind of stoked for that actually. So. Um, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, I agree with you again on the, on the presenters. This, these meetings can be pretty dense. So maybe, uh, I'll, I'll follow up with those guys and if they want to present next week, we can try and get them out at the, the, the hangout. Yeah, nice. Okay, so this was a great meeting. We covered a whole bunch of stuff here. If you have something for next week that you might want to bring to attention, you can always DM myself or Hardcore is usually pretty good with that stuff as well. Uh, For follow-up stuff, uh, No Futuristic will be publishing clips of this meeting uh, throughout early next week or this coming week. And then uh, you can also go hit up the Zombie Shepherds RSS feed for uh, any uh, podcast Listening that you want to do regarding the DAO meetings, uh, Maury. I'm going to read your thing here. Uh, I'll say hi here. I'm applying for the foundation and look forward to seeing how the DAO would like to vote in the rerun. Ultimately, this is the most passionate DAO out there, and I'd love to be a part of driving the DAO forward, which will inevitably inevitably involve hardships and debates, as that kind of as that kind of comes with the territory of innovation. Good luck to all the candidates. Oh yeah, Anthony Shepard just got back from Miami. Very good, sir. Uh no futuristic. Uh do you guys, if you guys have any feedback on the clips, uh please DM him if you have suggestions or uh or one of ourselves and we'll be uh you know, we'll try and make this process we'll try and make these as uh as valuable as, as we can for you guys. And don't forget to vote. Keep an eye out for proposals. I think yep. we have... We'll, uh, we'll let you guys know when the redo is up. Yeah. Currently nothing outstanding, so you're good. Um, just keep an eye out. And uh, I also have a sub stack that I do every... Uh, usually every Wednesday or Thursday, I'll give you a just an update on anything outstanding and then just a summary of last week's DAO meeting and uh, sometimes anything else that we're more forward-looking as well. I'll include in there. All right, that uh, that wraps Hi, up our meeting. Uh, Coder Dan, do you have any last uh, anything? Any last points?
1: Um, yeah, I just uh, I just want to let everyone know we're going to be putting out a like a more official kind of code of conduct here in the Discord uh, next week, and we'll there will be some new rules as far as you know enforcing the idea of no personal attacks. Uh, didn't think that's really something we would have to enforce with timeouts and eventually bans, but uh, we've gotten to this point. Um, so, we're going to be putting out some official uh, rules on that and, and kind of a timeline for how that will uh, be, what kind of actions will be taken. And so, uh, just hope that everyone can keep things civil here in the bear market. I know, you know, times can be tough for people in a bear market but uh, no excuse to take that out on fellow community members or calling the names or anything like that. So come next week, there will be more enforcement happening on that kind of thing. And uh, we'll be putting out an official announcement for that. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that in the announcements channel.
0: Yeah. And one more, one, one last thing for me, I just noticed, uh, unfortunately we did not get to cover Gachi board alchemica competition. But please uh, provide your input in this thread here by Mark, and uh, we'll be sure to cover it uh, next weekend. So my apologies for that. I, I said we would cover that today. We didn't get to it. But uh, be sure to just have a, re- have a read on that, and uh, we'll definitely touch on that next weekend. So My apologies. But other than that, I uh, hope you all have a great rest of your weekend, great rest of your Sunday. We'll see you next week. All right. No, f- thanks, no future. Uh, no future. and I, we've been doing uh, Gachi Space on Wednesday with uh, Golden Cross. So if you guys want to come out to that, we usually have uh, guest speakers on, and it's been the last couple have been really great. So uh, yeah, come hang out with us on Wednesday. And uh, other, if not, we'll see you next weekend. So cool.
2: I, I, thanks everyone. Have a great weekend. Gachi gang out.
3: Gotcha, gang. Peace.